I mean, if somebody went to go tackle me, I'd I'd spread my legs and get ready to Toro too. I just move or just move out of the way. And I'm sorry, phrasing. What? Whoops. What was that? What? Huh? <laughs> what did spread you say? my legs and ready to Toro. <laughs> you heard me. I just had to hear it again. I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't even. Oh man! What does that even mean? There's a sentence. That I don't know, but I'm going to use it from now on. Spread my legs and ready to Toro. <laughs> Uh, I think I was thinking oh of God. like a matador. That sounds like a Saturday night for me. Mercy to a virus never. Reboot. Yeah, real alphanumeric. That's reboot. It lets you download useful tools, skills, and weapons from the game into your own code. They call me Wise One. The one I understand. The vice, I'm not so sure about. Greetings, and welcome to another Lasercomb production of Alphanumeric, the reboot podcast where 390s kids talk about your favorite television show, Reboot. I am one of your hosts, NeoCal, and I am joined by the one and only A.P. Snidler. Hi. And also joining us is the prestigious Christopher Siege. Speciation, listeners. And today, yeah, yeah, I like that. I don't know what it means, but good. (laughs) Uh, Speciation is something I learned in anthropology. Uh, Speciation is what happens when a single species becomes, splits off and becomes so genetically different. It can no longer mate so, with that. That it becomes uh, like that. They become like separate species. Separate species. Oh, that is interesting. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Today I learned. Uh, today's how, a pretty. That's how we do it here. Today's a pretty important episode. Oh, very. Uh, looks like season three, episode five, icons. Yeah. Is a, is a special episode. Uh, right. Let's see here. It came out September nineteen ninety seven in Canada. And earlier in the UK, for some reason. <laughs> yeah, it seems to be a trend with season three, and I, I find it kind of strange, because from what I've heard from people on Reddit and shit, uh, the show got cancelled very quickly during season in the UK? three in the UK. And so, like, it, like I, I think I heard that it got cancelled, like, halfway through season three in the UK, and then didn't <laughs> air for like until like the mid 2000s <laughs> wild wow yeah do you know if it was popular when it showed the reruns in the 2000s I no, no i have no idea no idea if we have any just UK like, listeners like when did did you discover this in the 2000s <laughs> well i've seen the uh, the geographical data and uh no we don't <laughs> we don't have that uk sense of humor no no uh our other show too much energon though is uh seems to be fairly big in australia really that's cool actually sorry go on i was just gonna say yeah uh other podcasts Big in Australia. Big in Australia and the States. And 
pretty much nowhere else. <clears throat> and this show that we do uh, is mostly the States with a little bit of Canada, which I'm sure probably maybe a quarter of that listener <laughs> data is just us. <laughs> it's just yeah. us rewatching. Possibly. <laughs> Hopefully more, because my next it's, point. It's my... me and all my alts. Yes. Yeah, there you go. Hopefully more, because season three uh, of Reboot really took off in Australia uh, because of a character that is uh, not here yet. But we will get to that. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, gentlemen. Mm. I have a lot of things to say about that character when we get there eventually. Yeah. I'm actually confused about what you're talking about, so I am pleasantly... Looking forward to whatever you're talking about. I'm trying to rack my head. Oh, okay, never mind. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> Got there it. You go. Yeah. Uh, so the intro is different. How's how's the uh, the ray tracing on that PS5 of yours? <laughs> <laughs> it's beautiful. Yeah. I, I, there's a joke. I, I don't. I I mean, there, it. there, there was a joke. Oh, the I character's name is Ray Tracer. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow, that's his name. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, anyways, we'll get to that because it's 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 a good set of episodes. All right. I so think it might be in the next story arc after this one. So, so mm-hmm. the yeah. intro gentlemen we no longer come from the net we no longer come from the web we live in the games yeah how about that we do we live in the games and a different narrator does the intro adult enzo oh yeah i kind of love the intro oh yeah (laughs) it's great hmm I have no thoughts about it. It's just <laughs> It's a spin oh, on the same old, it's the same it's a spin on the same old bullshit, but now it's but I, I like it that they that they mix it up. They mixed it up yeah. with Mega uh they mixed it up with Megabyte. They mixing it up with Enzo now. I They do it I for it. every single four episode arc for the remainder of this series. Oh shit. Because the rest of this series from like the last four episodes of season two, and I only really took note of this recently, mm. but the last four episodes of season two onward, going all the way to the end of the show, are all broken up into four episode story arcs. Oh, cool. Yeah. And so they change the intro for e- for every block of episodes. I look forward to it. Yeah. yeah. yeah and I'm going to do the same thing with this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So the first if if you missed if you missed the intro for some reason and you just jumped right into it, uh we're met with like a a space game. Yeah. Yep, Mars attacks. It's it's Mars attacks thing. They're literally saying Um, it's quite shameless. (laughs) Yeah, quite shamelessly Mars attacks. Uh who was that? Was that Tim Burton? Yeah. Was it? Yeah, it was. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, never seen the film, but it's it's um different. It's, yeah, well, I saw I saw part of it. I never watched the whole thing through. But what I remember is that 
at the beginning of the film, we're introduced to Michael J. Fox and he's like presented as being like the protagonist of the film. And I'm mm. like, oh, okay, cool. And then he just dies like 15 minutes into the movie. And I'm like, yeah. oh, <laughs> all right. <laughs> it's, it's, it's weird. There's it's a, a weird of, one. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of weird twists. And the Martians are being attacked by a NASA space shuttle. <laughs> yeah. Shooting, la- shooting la- space shooting lasers. Lasers straight out of like the front of it. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of, and it's somehow f- maneuvering and flying through through space, yeah. like con- dogfighting. A contemporary NASA <laughs> space shuttle, <laughs> fucking like, Millennium Falconing yeah. its way through an asteroid field. <laughs> yeah, I I don't yeah. know why, but that's very humorous to me. I yeah, I, I definitely took note of it when I watched this earlier. <laughs> and I'm like, that's not, you know what? I'm. It's fine. It's fine. Sure. <laughs> and we see, um, the, uh, the green alien, um, when they turn and kind of fire at the user, the users in the NASA shuttle. Um, and they're in like a little flying saucer. Um, that the green one, Enzo, um, he's got like a golden eye and it helps him like it's like ch- hacks or cheats or something like it helps him like auto aim zero in zero yeah. in on the user and then the weird little plasma death ray that they're shooting out <laughs> under the bottom of the saucer pew, pew, like pew. instantly hits it yeah. and they briefly talk about hey are we leaving with the game or are we staying in the system what are we doing yeah, and it's it's worth pointing out that the the ack ack is subtitled, and the subtitle yeah. at one point mentions Andrea by name. So it's letting the the viewer know. I was going to say the user, ah, the, I, the I viewer that, know. Yeah. <laughs> it's letting I I must do that all the time. It's letting the viewer know that hey, by the way, this is Frisket and Andrea and yeah, and Enzo. Uh, but, but we don't not... really get any indication that they've changed at all since the last time we saw them. Like I said, if you magically didn't see the intro, yeah, <laughs> you would know um, what's this, this is a little bit of a, a shock because they stay in the system, which is basically a fucking absolute wasteland. Yeah, because as the game <laughs> yeah. is about to end, they uh, they double tap their icons, which are in game sprite mode, and then they yeah. switch back to sprite mode. Yeah. And, and so that way, if they win, they can stay in the system that that game landed in. Exactly, yeah. And Enzo is like, okay, user, game over. And they, they blow up the uh, the NASA space shuttle. No! And, <laughs> and the, the game goes away. Yeah. And then we get to see some, uh, some beefy uh, blue man legs. Yeah. The slow pan yeah, up. I really yeah. enjoy. Yeah, it's, it's, it was, it was, it's, a good, it's a good one. This is great, actually. Yeah, he's got combat boots, you know, tight, tight jeans. Frisket looks exactly the same. Yeah, pretty much. Which I found yeah. funny. Yeah. I thought uh, maybe he'd have some, like, a scar over his eye, too, and, you know, <laughs> but he's, he's pretty much on He'd be yeah. wearing a doggy vest, yeah. like a leather dog vest. Oh, yeah, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, um, the beefy guy with the vest, he's got like a gun. He's got like straps around his arms. He has scar um, on his eye. What do you think of their designs? 
And on, on so basically, they're both adult. <clears throat> and they're what both. You, and what do you think? Do you think they're young adults, or do you think they're like older than that? Like, I, I it doesn't strike me that only five years has passed. It seems like they're like early twenties, mid twenties, maybe. Yeah, I'm thinking mid twenties. Mid twenties. Yeah. 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 Yeah, you know he he has uh, facial hair, but not not quite not quite full beard going on. Yeah. Um, Andrea's kind of kind of cool, but what they're definitely both sexualized. Oh yes. Oh yeah. 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 But I mean, yeah. we've already talked about like how Megabyte and Hexadecimal already were the sexualization for the show, so that's nothing yeah. new. Yeah, I, I think on Twitter, uh, fairly recently, like I someone tweeted about uh, Enzo and Andrea, and I commented something about how they're like bisexuality fuel. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> just look at them, people. Yeah, look at the look at them. Come it's on. in the text. <laughs> it's it's there. It's in front of you. Uh, no, I just remember being like this. I don't know if I've met, ever mentioned this on the show. I think I may have mentioned it in like season one. But when I was a kid, my uh, grandparents used to tape this show for me well, from mm-hmm. season one on. Yeah, and I think they actually had a long time ago. Yeah, and they actually got really into the show. Um, oh, they did. Yeah, they did. Uh, they were like, "Wow, this is." They thought it was, you know, really fascinating computer effects, and then. Yeah, absolutely. And then they started getting into like the storyline, like it was more more serialized as it went on, and uh, they started really getting into it. And so then they they were really really shocked when when Enzo lost the game, and and it was it was very right. And she's like, "Oh my gosh, I don't want to spoil anything for you, but you got to see this episode." I was like, "What happens?" And so and uh, then this episode comes around. And she's like, "Hey, we 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 taped another episode for." I'm like 11 or 12 years old at this time, and um, my uh, my grandmother's like, "Hey, we taped another episode for you." I was like, "Oh, it's back on. Good, you know, it's great." She says, "Enzo looks very different." And my grandpa shouts from the other room. He's like, "Yeah, you're you're gonna like Andrea in this season." <laughs> and, I, and I was just like, "Really? Why? Why?" And then she turned it on, and I was just like. Yep, and the grandma was just like, "Yeah, yeah." <laughs> it's kind of, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I still like, yeah. um, <laughs> like uh, Christopher's friend uh, Zim, um, his story where like his parents oh, cut right, him right. off after <laughs> after the episode game over. Oh my gosh! <laughs> yeah, and he never got to find out what happened until he was an adult. And when the internet yeah. came out, yeah, fucking yeah, hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> That's fine. I found out through social media recently that he moved. I was like, "Wow, it's really been that long that long since we spoke." I knew nothing right. of this. <laughs> so long, <laughs> peace. So, the system that, um, like, battle, like Warren like sexy Andrea and Enzo Landon. It's got like like golden like golden kind of brownish skies. Kind of like, like burnt looking. Smoky. And the yeah. whole town is just full of like 
scattered like binomes hiding in filth. Mm. I think uh, grown up, sexy Andrea and Enzo need a like two thousands era couple's name, like a like a uh, like contraction of their name. So like uh, or a portmanteau rather of mm. their names. Um, so like Andrenzo. <laughs> oh, that's oh. good. Andrenzo. Yeah, Andrenzo. Hashtag Andrenzo is pretty good. Hashtag Andrenzo. Yeah. Yeah, I really <laughs> like that. Let let let's put that shit on Twitter. <laughs> the real power <laughs> couple. It's going up. It's going up right now. <laughs> Hashtag on Dranzo. <laughs> it's better than Mega Decimal. That's true. <laughs> the uh, couple only that... slightly. <laughs> uh, what was the loser that they turned into when they merged? <laughs> the loser. <laughs> Uh, gigabyte. Oh, right. I was hoping it would have been cooler, but it was just like, like fucking like megabyte. If he like stopped cutting calories and only like focused on getting swole. Terrorbite. That would have been the next one. Oh, that's good. I like that. Terrorbite. Not 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 terabyte. Yeah. Terrorbite. Somebody watches uh, Beast Wars. Uh, terror bite if that was a beast wars creature terror bite a bat well we have pterosaur so that's a ripoff too close he he's dead yeah make way for terror bite (laughs) (laughs) oh and his um one of his forms is just um a 19 like 98 like mac Okay. Like the the all in one like monitor, the little, like... The little cube. Oh, oh yeah, 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 okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the one that came out just before all those colored ones, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Terror bite. Uh. So basically, the, the, the binomes... files are in the computer. <laughs> They're, in the 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 computer? They're in the computer. In the computer. Of files. course, it's so simple. I love that you don't guys literally... knew. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Don't, don't um, the you know, so you know. listeners were ta- were talking about Zoolander. Still holds up, I would argue. The movie. Uh, I gotta look up when the uh, uh, exact date that that film came out because it came out in two thousand one. That long ago, Jesus, wow. man, blimey! I saw that film in theaters. <clears throat> 2001 September 28th 2001 so oof watch got to have a watch party we're gonna yeah yeah oh yeah provide providing everything in the world sorts itself out by then oh things will be fine <laughs> so something happens um Andrea introduces herself she's Andrea and she's like this is Enzo and Enzo's like it's Matrix. Call me Matrix. Call me Matrix. And I'm like, okay, okay, tough guy. <laughs> and then one of the binomes, scared of him, as they should be, randomly steps on a noisemaker, like a horn or yeah, like, like a, a horn. Like, <laughs> and he like quick draw McGraws and like <laughs> shoots the the horn. And I'm like, whoa, hold on. Oh, buddy. Take it easy there. So it's trying to 
show the audience like, hey, they're sexy, they're buff, he ain't afraid of shooting shit. Yeah. He's he's damaged. A lot's happened to, to Enzo since, you know. Not damaged enough to actually get it tattooed on his forehead, however. Thank <sighs> God. Yeah. Right? <laughs> I think he's going to be okay. He's going to be okay. <laughs> Hopefully. Yeah. Um, and me, what me, me and my partner were talking about uh, Jared Leto's uh, performance as the Joker recently, so that's why I thought of that. And what was the summary of that? Uh, I thought that uh, I was interested in seeing him again because I thought he was fine, but he was in a bad movie. Okay, uh, so Jared her, Leto? Her Go take... Ahead. Her take yeah. was that the way the like the character was fundamentally flawed, basically, because like the way the character was written and the way the character was designed in that film felt more like someone going to Hot Topic and cosplaying as the Joker, as opposed getting temporary to, tattoos and like as opposed to like actually. Perf- personifying the joker like someone like heath ledger or yeah uh, jack nicholson or even caesar romero in uh yeah 60s batman show yeah um like they all brought their own thing to it but like jared leto's joker because just because of like the movie surrounding him and like the way the character was inherently depicted felt kind of artificial oh it's it's that is a gracious way of yeah. wording it. Wow. <laughs> Hats off to, to both of you for being that like nice. Uh, honestly, <laughs> I think Jared Leto could absolutely do the, the mobster kind of joker. Yeah, yeah. The design. Uh, I don't know why nobody came at, didn't like step forward and they were like, um, excuse me. No. That's yeah. fucking stupid. Like, <laughs> and they're like, no, mobsters get tattoos all over their faces. The youth love rappers with shitty tattoos on their faces nowadays. Uh, okay, is he a rapper? No. Uh, okay, um, can, should he maybe not have shitty tattoos? Oh, but this is like a mobster. He's been in prison and stuff. And it's just like, well, how do you know he likes jokes? Well, maybe we'll write ha 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 across his, his chest. <laughs> oh, but how do you know that he's the Joker? Well, he'll put a happy face on his hand, and then... <laughs> well, how will people know that he's damaged? Well, you see, he'll have damaged in a nice cursive font written. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. It's, it's bad. But I think the, the, like him splayed out with like the knives, right? The mob boss, the, the small interrogation scene where you're not sure how he's going to react it has potential jared leto could have been a A really iconic joker the design for some reason got past everyone and everyone went yep this looks good it's fine point is we live in a society we do live in a society we do (laughs) and in this society on reboot let me tell you, that's a that's one sad society. It's a very sad society. Look at all so, the society. One of these binomes hanging out around them is wearing a like blue and white uh, baseball cap that says <laughs> yeah. Waterworld Protocol on it. 
I what? never noticed that. Water yep. World Protocol? Yep. I love water. Okay, I need to see this. Where Show me the. Is it? Oh, I missed it. I I just I genuinely unironically think Waterworld is an amazing movie. <laughs> it's yeah, it's uh, it's come up on this podcast uh, a few uh-huh. times now. <laughs> I see so, the hat, but I didn't see Waterworld. Andrea says, um, "I'll take uh, Frisket and find their command dot com." Yeah. So this system's command dot com is like. Is that like the title of what Fong was for mainframe? Yeah. Yep. Cool. I I didn't know that. I huh. think that has been mentioned passively in dialogue. Okay. Maybe once before, yeah. once or twice before, but I remember coming up once in like uh, Infected, uh, beginning of season two. But that that's all I really remember. Mm. Where that was brought up, yeah, the title. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yep. So Matrix disappears and goes to do like system repairs or <laughs> system analysis while Andre- Andrea and Frisket go to talk to the command.com. Sorry, I was wrong. It doesn't say Waterworld Protocol. It says Waterworld was cool. Oh, that's even better. <laughs> well, that's even See, better. I've been it saying- was cool. <laughs> I've been saying, like Christopher says, that has come up at least once on this podcast before. Waterworld was cool, man. Waterworld was I, with that awesome. Yeah, I love it when our off-topic shit actually becomes like weirdly topical. Like, yeah, like a season later. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's kind of funny. Yeah, and this place is just crawling with nulls too. It's like it's, a it's lot. Pretty bad. A lot has been done to this place. So this is not a system that tries to win games or can win games. No. And but we do see that um, Matrix still has the broken um, Guardian key tool glitch. Yes, yes, and it still works to a point. To to some extent, yeah. Scan systems and and in fact, um, it alerts him that there is a um. A virus in the system. Yes. So he immediately runs after it. Like he does. Uh, what, their principal office is kind of badass looking. It's pretty cool. It looks like a temple. Yeah, it's got a floating yeah. cube. Yeah, like yeah. A round ball. Yeah. Frame. And you got uh, this. So... Sorry, go ahead. Oh, yeah. I was going to say, it was, uh, they go into this into the uh into the principal office and they find this uh this wise old welcome, welcome 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 you know and he's he's on this like that's cool cool like wicked computer chair thing and it's kind of it's like this crane and it's kind of moves yeah, he's moving himself around he's yeah. like they call me wise one one i understand wise <laughs> i'm not so sure about yeah, <laughs> I didn't realize until later in the episode that the back of his head comes out and he's literally the number one. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's kind of funny. Yeah, he he turns his back to the camera later in the episode, and I was like, oh, he's actually he's a, shaped like he's the number one. one. 
Yeah. I was kind of wondering <laughs> if he was like a reference to a specific character from like a movie or TV show or something. I was trying but... to wrap my head around that. Too, <sighs> yeah. But the, the reboot wiki has nothing for me. My, uh, my first thought, honestly, was like Billy Crystal's character in uh, <laughs> The Princess Bride. <laughs> oh, yeah. I see what you mean. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just because of the accent or something, yeah. Could be. I don't know. I haven't seen that movie. I saw that film once, like 15 years ago. I saw it oh, once wow. four years ago. I know it took me forever to get around to watching it. Yeah, same. And I was like, why does everybody say that Princess Diaries is so good? Isn't it just a kid's movie? And they're like, no, man, Princess Bride. And I was like, <laughs> oh, what's, what's okay, I guess I'll watch it. And I was like, oh, this is much different. Okay. Anne Hathaway is a national treasure. God damn God it. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, um, Andre introduces herself to the to, to Vise one. And then we cut to a giant purple praying mantis. Yes. Voiced by the Dinobot voice actor. Scott McNeil, yeah. Scott McNeil. Very, very clearly. Very clearly. And like, doing basically exactly. the same performance as Dinobot. <laughs> he does just like, like Dinobot. Same like screams and everything. Yeah. And uh, he's fighting some golden sprite. Yeah. Some like crash test dummy looking thing <laughs> looking dude before got, i like, forget on him before i forget rocks at him Sorry, before i forget i just want to quickly throw out there uh mid-2000s and hathaway as live action andrea okay give her a tan okay probably prob okay probably dire hair it. blue i i think yeah. she could pull it off yeah okay <laughs> Listeners, if you have thoughts about that, yes. tweet at us. <laughs> who who would be a good Andrea? All right. Who would be a good Enzo? You can't beat nobody. Vin I can't Diesel. really. You just can't beat it. I mean, you know, Vin Diesel with hair, maybe, but I, <laughs> I don't know. Wyatt I, Russell. Uh, yeah. I'll think more on that. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, John yeah. Cena. Yeah. I mean, no. Um. Well, he see the the problem with casting him as grown up Enzo though is you wouldn't be able to see him. It's true. So. <laughs> Yeah, just wouldn't work. <laughs> yeah, it wouldn't. He doesn't show up on film. Yeah, it's mm -hmm. a fact. Mm -hmm. It's like no, a vampire. No. Yeah. So <clears throat> we see this little like steampunk sprite fighting uh, Dinobot praying mantis. Copper kettle. Yeah. And um, blue like bolts of like flames like shoot out, and one of them hits his left like front leg. His mandible. Yes. Okay, so quick, <laughs> quick aside. All right, so I noticed on the wiki, on the reboot wiki, <laughs> I had to. And I'm sorry. like, and I noticed on the reboot wiki, and I was like, Christopher Snidler. It's a small like fucking detail, but it's important to me. It says that his left mandible is shot by Matrix, 
and like <laughs> deletes itself, like disappears. And I said, that's its left front leg. Yeah. Nowhere near its mandible. Mandible is mouth parts. Look at my yep. long mandibles. Right? So like insects have like mouth part ma- mandibles. That's a leg. It's just its front leg. It doesn't have a special name. And it bugged no. me enough, and I was like, and Sniddler was like, I'm going in. So, we're, See, we're in the reboot wiki, yeah. people. That person probably watched a number of WWF pro wrestling <laughs> matches featuring one Mankind, whose signature submission maneuver was called the Mandible Claw, where he would put a sock on his hand and then stick his hand into the purse, his opponent's mouth, and then press down on their tongue, essentially. Hitting, um, hitting... So, the, so I'm thinking the person who wrote this wiki entry maybe saw that growing up, and their takeaway from that being called <laughs> the mandible claw was that the claw itself, his hand, was the mandible. You know what? Very, very I, I hope you're right. I'm going not, with it. Not, yeah. not being named the Mandible Claw because the Claw is inflicting damage upon yeah. his opponent's Mandible. That's the only way that makes sense to me. Let's. Uh, that's the, there we go. And it's a 90s kid, which means he saw Mankind. Yeah. Fight. Yeah. yeah. Monday Night Raw, baby. Everybody watched <laughs> WWF back in 1998. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> Name one person that didn't. I'll wait. <laughs> we get like three people tweeting at us like wrestling's fake. <laughs> I would like stone faced, like Wasn't be like actually no, pushing it's not. down on his tongue. Okay. I would I'd be like, yeah. no, it's not. It's real. Fight me. Yeah. <laughs> Fight me like like, like an stone don't just, like, just completely Fight just, me. Yeah. I'll give you a motherfucking stone cold stunner, bitch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'll do. I'll, I'll mandible you. I'll claw you. Yeah, with or my mandibles. Pull... With my mandibles. <laughs> with the spirit fingered mandibles. <laughs> Mandible strike. <laughs> so Man- mandible powers activate. <laughs> mandible powers activate. <laughs> Form of bicep. <laughs> so uh, so it, Sniddler saved, saved the day <laughs> he edited the wiki yeah so we get a sweet action shot like literally like a an action shot of Matrix like flying through the air yeah. with like one leg out yeah. as he like lands and pins down the virus yeah. and Dinobot is like what I got it <laughs> I'm Matrix, the Renegade. There's no Guardian here. I can't do his voice, but I wish I could. It's such a sexy voice. And yeah, and he's like, please, Renegade, mercy on poor Dinobot. (laughs) (laughs) And I I think it's mercy to a virus. Never. Never. And he fucking kills him. Just get fucked. He's dead. Yeah. Total deletion. Feels uh, which good. is kind of interesting because like his role model growing up was Bob, who was like vehemently opposed to mm. deleting viruses. 
Mm-hmm. Which so. is another another thing yeah. we're learning about. Sorry, go on. Nope. Okay. I was going to say, like, it, it, I thought about that, too, and I'm kind of going, you know, like, Enzo seeing some stuff as he's been traveling in the games kind of built this this uh, this calloused exterior and where he just kind of gets the job done rather than just talk about beating viruses. I would trying to beat viruses or something. Go on. I would argue that at that experience is actually just from him his experiences in mainframe. Well um, no that, yeah, that, that, that's what I was getting, getting at. Where it's going like, through going through the going. games has aged him and hardened him and given him skills and stuff like that. But like look how fucking many chances Bob gave the viruses. Helped hexadecimal. That was that right? was part of my point. Yeah. It was yeah. where now he's just kind of doing it. He's just good. He's just doing it. Doing you know? what? Like all, all these Rob, lost, Rob lost. Yeah, all these lost opportunities. No more, Mister Nice Guy. Yeah. And this system is like a is is terrible. Probably yeah. like uh, the virus. So it's refreshing seeing him in the first five minutes of this episode just fucking take out the system yeah. virus. It's yeah. like uh, Jason okay. Todd being seemingly being beaten to death by the Joker with a crowbar. Mm. Uh, and then emerging many years later as the Red Hood, who is a vigilante who is just straight up killing criminals. And like his whole argument to to Batman, like when it's <clears throat> discovered that he's Jason Todd, is like basically like this fucking guy has like like you thought like he fucking killed me. I came back to life in a Lazarus pit. Mm. This motherfucker killed me. He crippled Barbara. He's like killed and or hurt so many people and you just won't like you won't take him out like fuck you man yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna deal with this myself that's got a good point yeah like punisher red hood uh who else just fucks people up wolverine fucks some people up but uh, i just find that there there's a bit of a parallel there mm. between like the like the the Batman, Red Hood, Joker dynamic. Oh, I see with, that uh, particular dynamic. Uh, with uh, uh, grown-up Matrix, Bob, and, well, viruses. I mm. Yeah, I, I see that. That's that's good. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Uh, well, here we are. Oh, he's got, like... <laughs> he's got... Oh, he has, this, he has the same tattoo that Dot has. Remember, we were watching a couple episodes back, and I was like, oh, did you guys see Dot's tattoo? And we paused it, and you were like, oh, shit, she's got, like, an arm tattoo? In the same spot on the left, like, (laughs) fucking shoulder, he... Matrix has the same tattoo. I Hmm. see that now, yeah. Is it the same? Yeah, I I think it's the same. It's like the little icon with the pokey bits. Yeah. If it's different, um, I haven't gotten a close up of it yet, so I he can't probably tell. got it done. That's in cool. System. Yeah. 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 Huh. Oh, I like that. I didn't notice the first like two times I watched this episode. Sweet. I hate this kid. I hate the yeah, look. Of I, him. I'm not. Oh, I'm not crazy I, about you know him what? either. I, actually, it grew on me. I I, I like his <laughs> his design. His weird little steampunk like yeah. bot design. He like he it's, he's grown on me. Yeah. yeah, the riveted look to him. 
Yeah. I mean, he's very expressive, but I don't like how fucking smiley this child is. I do. I, li- I like him. I don't. I well, look at everyone else in the system. They're all, like, ready to die. Yeah. <laughs> Someone's As got they should be. He, he's, <laughs> he's, like, the closest thing Enzo has seen to himself. Quite a long time. So, and what are you just, talking about? Matrix, Matrix is just kind of like, oh, just go away. Well, yeah, yeah. yeah. The, like, like the, the annoying, annoying the, little keener, like, yeah. practically like beating you over the head with a giant dildo. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, we're met with Andrea <clears throat> giving some story to explaining herself to the remaining binomes of this system, as well as, um, wise one yeah. um but it's also telling the the viewer hey by the way like this is how we survived years have gone by we've gone like through the games and she taps her icon which is like below her like sweet belly button piercing mm-hmm. um and yep. so belt. it's she's filling in the audience but also um the doing it naturally by talking to the the binomes and i like that if you need to do a small like info dump, having it occur through a Bob TED talk mm-hmm. or Andrea, you know, giving a talk to the survivors, I I think the show's done a good job whenever it's done something like that. Yeah. yeah. Very very natural protoform exposition dumps. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's a natural protoform exposition. Yep. As, there's there's a character um, named Protoform X on Beast Wars. Sniddler. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, fair. <laughs> we got a lot of um, Protoform X position last episode, and Christopher coined. <laughs> yeah, coined the term that, Protoform X position dump. <laughs> that makes sense. I like it. There's a few actually in that episode. Um, <clears throat> but yeah. There, there we have it. So we're filled in the, um, I was going to say NPCs, the binomes. Are, <laughs> I mean, basically. In. Yeah. <laughs> and basically, uh, Wise One is like, hey, what will it take for us to um, um, to, to keep you here? Like, he, here's an offering. It's like mm. I, I didn't t- take a good look at what his offering was, but he's here, like, here, take please our stay junk here. as payment. To it's stay basically here please and save us. <laughs> please take our junk. It's like boxes of stuff and like something that looks like a Nerf gun. It's 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 junk. Oh my God, it totally is a Nerf gun. Is it a right? Nerf Did gun you guys or... see the Nerf gun? Is it... Yeah, it has like is it a Nerf it a... gun or a eight. Super Soaker two thousand. <laughs> it's got the darts. Wow. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> So Matrix comes out of the shadows and he's like, you won't have anything if you keep losing games. And I, does he have a, a rusty chain as a belt? Hold yes. on. Yeah, yeah. He has a chain. I don't know if it's rusty. I not notice this. Yeah, he's got like a, he's got a chain. Let me see here. Maybe it's just the lighting that I'm seeing him in. But yeah, he's got a, I don't know why I didn't notice he had a chain as a belt. So she asks how bad the system is, and he says, "Real bad. I patched it up the best I could." Now he's being—he's being—he's using metaphor, right? Like he just took out the virus. But, but how bad is it, Matrix? Is it very bad? 
It's pretty bad. <laughs> That's not the line. <laughs> it's, it's real bad. It's kind of sort of not okay. It's beta numeric, bro. <laughs> beta numeric. Beta numeric is the yeah. new thing. You don't want to be beta numeric. <laughs> no. You want to be alpha numeric. Yeah. I'm glad we named the show that. Yes. So Matrix beta numeric. Matrix <laughs> Matrix <laughs> describes the That's that's the spin-off podcast. Yeah. yeah. Beta numeric, yeah. That's, that's the finale. Yeah. Um he says one more lost game and they've had it. So I don't know what that means here. So later in the episode we see lightning strike. And the lightning dissolves and deletes a dilapidated building it falls down and it like glows and it kind of deletes so is there kind of like it's not necessarily that uh, is there kind of like uh is it like a mortal Kombat thing when you lose a certain number of games in a row the system is just gone well it it would or do you think he just means that it's in such a bad place that if they lose one more they'll basically have nothing left because there's only the principal office left well, we've seen what games do to systems, right? Well, like every time the user wins, it nullifies a sector or what whatever is... the game is on. And so, like all these games being lost, it just slowly destroys the entire. City. So, why is he so sure that it's one more lost game? Couldn't it land somewhere off in the the wasteland? Of no, the I think I, I think it's just a matter of like basically they've lost so many games now that the system is so thrashed that. Uh, it'll just destabilize if they lose that's, another game. That's what game. I'm thinking. Yeah. yeah, and we we didn't see it on screen, but like maybe glitch told him that. Yeah, like there's a Possibly. certain number of losses that a system can take in a row before, like the sky's gold or brown, yeah. right? So maybe it's a system stability thing. Yeah, that's that. That was my thought when I, I was agree. watching this. Yeah, yeah. and uh, the principal office it it looks like a wizard tower. Like it looks kind of gnarly um it's also a uh a lightning like it has lightning rods because we see lightning striking the little corner pieces yeah yeah right but the same lightning that deletes a building later so i guess as the system destabilizes and the sky becomes like this brownish this lightning can start just deleting shit Mm. Mm. to represent visually to us that the the system is close to um be going being uh put down for good yeah all right where were we here oh they yeah they explained to them hey we can't stick around but we can um we can train some of you so that you can actually go into the games on purpose and win Mm -hmm. so i need some volunteers and everybody kind of groans and like takes a step back He's got a gruff attitude. He's like, well, if none of you are going to volunteer, why should we? Yeah, yeah. And Fuck I'm like, all there's of like, you. There's Throws like his hand up and walks away in disgust. <laughs> 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 Fucked. Um, but like, there's like ten of them, bro. Like, these are the survivors. These aren't the warriors. Like, all the brave people died years ago. <laughs> like, Apparently, whole seconds ago yeah. in this system. The people uh, who actually had spine and gumption, like 
were nullified ages ago because they were like the first people to like go and try at least try and fight the user in the games yeah yeah they had no guardian presumably so no direction yeah uh but christopher was right though he's basically like fine get fucked and he does walk away in disgust yeah but then in the next scene that we yeah yeah in the next scene we find out that it's basically just an act yeah, it's because kinda, Andrea yeah. comes in and reverse psychology, all that. Yeah, and they've yeah, done this yeah. before. It implies yeah. that, like, they've done this a few times or many times before. They've gone to like shitty kind of like systems that are out of hope, and they they try to turn things around. They and... they basically he they basically drill sergeant them into yeah. like, <laughs> which is eh. I. It's a little questionable, but maybe lead by charisma instead of hard it, knocks. I, exactly, I don't know. Yeah. 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 That's how they're different, right? Well, I mean, Andrea tries to be friendly and lead yeah. like that. Yeah. But they got it implies because he's like flicking his yo yo. Like he still has his, he still like, got his yo yo, yeah. His mag- magnet yo yo. Um, there's like a good cop, bad cop kind of yeah. Um, yeah. De- <laughs> deal going on. And he's Can like, I, so how many we'd get? And Andrea's I, I, like, four. For, for, forget about him. You know, he's had he's had a real hard day. But, uh, you know, how are you doing? Are you doing all right? Can I get you a cup of coffee or something? I was hoping you'd say that. <laughs> <laughs> uh. So <laughs> Andrea's like, we got four. And Matrix is like, only four? Four? I thought we'd get at least a dozen. It's like, and like you said, there are like 10 of them there. Yeah, and I'm like, what do you want? Is this everyone in the system? It's like 10 people. <laughs> At least a dozen. What, where? Yeah. <laughs> uh. And she's like, oh, really? With like that kind of charisma? Or what does she say? She calls she him a bad not, actor. You're just, you're just that not good. You're that not good an actor. You're just not good. Uh, good an actor? Not good an actor. You, you not act very <laughs> goodly. <laughs> and he's like, oh, really? How about the yeah. time I convinced over two dozen to join? <laughs> and I'm like, you? <laughs> really? Yeah, yeah. Did oh, the well, system well. have two dozen? <laughs> yeah. This one doesn't. <clears throat> Maybe he rounded up. Typical. <laughs> Typical. Yeah. Sure. So she tries to convince them to go back outside and, and rally them up. And uh, yeah, we get, like you just said, um, like a like a drill sergeant like routine yeah we get four four binomes here and he kind of like paces back and forth in front of i gotta i I gotta say i am a fan of all of these binomes (laughs) yeah for different reasons i I like i like all of them i i i like all the binomes in this system i think these are some of the best like extra like not extras but like minor characters minor characters that we've seen in the show thus far yeah they have more at least my personal character anyway. than a lot of the binomes in mainframe that we've yeah. got to see, right? Yeah, and I, I like that that the the episodes are now kind of about more than just like the staple like five ish characters. Yeah. In, in well, and indeed, this is the first time we've ever seen another system besides mainframe. Yeah. 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 And like even uh, to that effect, like 
even things like the the warning incoming game, like voiceover announce person is different. Totally different. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. I can't Strange. really do an impression. It's it's a weird voice. Game over. Kind of. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of like small, shrill, computer. That see, that's why um they're not winning games. Yeah, they don't have the um. You know the they don't the, have Dot's voice actress. Yeah, they don't have soothing <laughs> them into the game. Yeah. <laughs> and then we yeah, find so out it's like they, still Kathleen Barr, but with her voice just modulated. Yeah. So yeah. the the these um four volunteers um uh one of the binomes in the background is a one binome, but he's dressed exactly he, like Enzo. Yeah. Yeah. I, I thought that was I, This is the third time I've watched this, and I'm just noticing. The well, shoes, we'll see him again later on in the episode. The hair, the, the fringe <clears throat> coming down. He has his <clears throat> icon right here. What the fuck? I think the makeup binome is also in this. Oh, I saw her hiding. Yeah, yeah. Earlier, yeah. yeah. She had the big hoop earrings. Yeah. yeah. And the, the mole, yeah. Oh, yeah. cool. Yeah. Reusing <laughs> I like, assets. I like it. Well, <laughs> he's even got the sneakers. Huh. So yeah, one <laughs> yeah. of them, he's got spiky hair. He's wearing like a Barry. Like a Barry. Yeah, I love this Barry. guy. Uh, <laughs> I'm Barry, and I could lack the system before you could process a word. And then he goes, "Want to see me do it again?" <laughs> yeah, he just goes into this like awkward running pose, but doesn't move. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, and he's wearing yeah. like basketball gear. Then <clears throat> the next he's one. Great. Who is it? It's Gabby. Gabby. Yeah, yeah. She's a writer. Yeah, she's yeah. holding a broom yeah. for some reason. Yeah, and she mentions, um, oh, and I want to chronicle, um, I want to chronologue the adventures of the greatest warrior the system's ever seen. And he's all like, I don't want anyone writing about me. She's like, oh, not, not you. Her. Points to Andrea. Yeah, yeah. I and thought that Andrea was, I thought that was pretty like, great. You know. But I'm like, neither of you have <laughs> yeah. seen either of them fight yet. Yeah. None of you have seen either of them fight. Well, I mean, I like that, though. The, the look kind of gives it away. Yeah. You, you, you know. I would think Frisket is the system's best <laughs> fighter. I like how um, this other guy, Hard Boot. He's got like he's like ripped, a construction worker with a I love mandibles. This dude. <laughs> dude, he is a jacked zero by no. Dude, Holy yep. shit. those those mandibles, man. I'm like, dude, <laughs> the twenty four inch mandibles, brother. He's like he's like a frisket bino. Look <laughs> and up. his legs are fucking chopped too. <laughs> yeah, and he's got like red mm. skin. Yeah, hard and, like boot. tattoos. My Do you see what the markings? Yeah, hard boot. The name says it all. Yeah. Um, what's that nuclear symbol? An atom. Uh, an atom. Yeah. yeah. Is, is it just the the symbol for an atom? I thought it was specifically yeah. nuclear. Um. No, just I recognize oh, just... it. Yeah. I'm gonna. I'll look into the wiki later. No, I won't. Um, but I think that's <laughs> a, a particular symbol. After mandible, I don't think so. Um. <laughs> no, that was every. That's my one. I'm really sorry if the writer of the wiki is watching this. So, I'm sorry, I tried my best. Uh, I like how Matrix like he may be sorry, Snidler may be sorry, but I I'm going on record 
and saying that I'm Christopher not. Siege is not. I'm not sorry. <laughs> so hard we'll move after he steps Get forward. Get good, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Learn the parts Do of an better. insect. Um, after Hardboot steps forward, he says, I'm Hardboot. The name says it all. Matrix doesn't say anything. He just, like, lifts up a boot and slowly pushes him back. Nudges him back with his foot. Like, use your words. (laughs) And the last one... Jeff. Last one's a fucking nerd. This little Poindexter. He's got, like, a pen protector with pens in it. Trapper Keeper and the lunch pail. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And the dude's name is literally Jeff. Jeff. Just Jeff. <laughs> it's not not even Poindexter, just Jeff. What's the name of the Flash? What's this like Barry? Yeah. Okay, I think, okay. so I think that, I'm pretty sure Barry a... was was a direct reference to the Flash. Yeah. Okay, okay. Barry, I was like, yeah. hold up a sec. Barry Allen. Cheers. I was gonna bring it up on the wiki, but then I thought, no, after Matt, I'm never gonna So Matrix looks at Jeff and he's like well, it's why Mick are you Foley. here? <laughs> I'm Mick not sure Foley. why I'm here. Remember that time Undertaker threw Mick Foley? <laughs> Two stories. I remember, I, I remember when that was a, a thing on the internet. Like, that was a... One particular guy was like, um, instead of Rickroll, he was um, Undertaker through Mankind. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was like... Uh... Yeah, like whenever someone would mention something and be like, oh, hey, remember that time when? And this person would be like, he'd give a really interesting description that would always segue be very in, lengthy yeah. and segue into, into like that time the in 1998 threw- <laughs> when Undertaker threw mankind <laughs> off that's of the right, top of right. the hell in the cell. <laughs> uh, he uh, has a particular name. And he fucking he got me too. He got me a number of times. I'd be oh, reading and I'd be like, son of a bitch. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. That, so that that was like that that was a thing for a while on the internet to do. Like um people would do that with uh um uh referencing uh fresh prints. Yeah. So like oh, they'd start off. Yeah, they'd start off like telling a story, and then it would always end with, and uh, and then my mom got scared, so I moved in with my auntie and uncle in Bel Air. Oh yeah, <laughs> I forgot that. That's the same um, formula. Yeah, yeah. It would yeah, it getting would be scared. like this lengthy like explanation, and then it would end off with like a reference to the Fresh <laughs> Prince. A good catch. Yeah, the the Undertaker. <laughs> Mankind Hell in a Cell is just the a new age um Bel Air. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, because yeah. the, the Bel Air thing was like mid to late two thousands, but the Undertaker thing I think was like mid twenty tens. Yeah, Bel Air was like a 4chan thing and like um the uh <laughs> the Undertaker Mankind Hell in a Cell was one particular dude on, on Reddit. Yeah. Over the last couple of years. Not so, uh not all heroes wear capes. Yeah. You. <laughs> we salute you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I'm going to run to the washroom, but uh, keep on keep okay. on talking. Yeah. We'll reach the game by the time he comes back. So yeah. I like that Matrix like paces in front of them like a drill sergeant. And he's like, yeah. now that I know all of you, you need to know something about me. I don't like losing. I don't like losing. Yeah. 
<laughs> in the world of games, losing isn't an option. Yeah. And yeah. thunder cracks, and the voice <clears throat> is like, warning, incoming game. Oh, hang on a sec. There we are. Yeah. Yeah. And here one comes, and they here all step forward, comes. and I'm like, how do they know where the game's going to land? Yeah, it's, it just conveniently, ugh, conveniently lands right where they are. And they barely have to move an inch. So it's kind of. So now I'm wondering if something, what you said makes sense. Does it never land in the same place more than once? And it's slowly deleted all the different sectors until it's made its way to the principal office? May, uh, maybe? I, guess, I guess so, because the, the, the city is so destroyed that I guess any I guess it eats up any parts left. That's what I was wondering, right? And yeah. since most of it is destroyed, the only thing remaining is the principal office. Yeah. Then it has to land here. Maybe. Oh well, I guess that's, that's and, it. And uh, they all get in place. Sorry, go all, ahead. Yeah, no, they all get in place, but they, they the other they just ones wait. just kind of stay where they are as if they know well they're not trapped in it that's, i'm kind of just like right oh, i'm like, they're, like they're not running goodbye you know like have fun in the game and it's like, like they know exactly okay. where it's going to land so yeah. do you remember how um dot and mouse and that like scientist binome back in mainframe they got like a system in place where they could predict where the games were going to land oh specky yeah 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 only in that. the last like couple with like specs and like mouse working together they figured mm. out how to accurately predict where the games were going to land i wonder if this system or maybe matrix they they can do that now they might have done the same because like you said that they, they just like back up like 10 feet yeah the, the binomes they all line up they and know get exactly ready. where the edge of the game is going to be yeah also it's interesting because what we have um, after uh, Enzo goes trailing off and finds that mantis. Now, how far was he? The game could have landed over there. That that's what I mean. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man, it could have landed anywhere. So oh. maybe there's something to that. It only lands in areas that haven't been destroyed. Uh. Uh, it's it's loose. Yeah. Yeah. It's because they have no quick way of getting under the game. So if it had landed like way off where Enzo was fighting the the virus, they wouldn't reach it in time. And earlier, Matrix yeah. was like, or Andrea was like, if this system takes one more um, loss, it's it's going to destabilize. It, yeah. it's, it's gone. So I don't know if they knew it was going to land in the principal office or like we had pondered, it takes a certain number, like maybe 10 losses in a row and you're, you're done or a certain number of yeah. losses in a row because they know that they have to win this one. Otherwise they're gone, which is yeah. odd to me. Yeah. It could have landed way out in they, the wasteland, like you said. Yeah. And B, they know where it lands. So there's something I'm not piecing together here. Maybe uh, yeah, see, so maybe glitch has something to do with like uh, scanning for. Maybe I should. Like, maybe we should reach out on Twitter and go, "Hey, question." Do or if we're just we obsessing know? over this one small detail that nobody <laughs> cares about. I, I think it, I think it's more of like uh, 
for driving the plot at this point. But honestly, I, I know there might be something, some, some kind of, um, there has to be a rhyme. And there must be. Yeah. But anyway, they, like you said, they're only like 10 feet away and wise ones like waving, like, good luck. Don't worry. Who cares if you six are the only thing that stands yeah. between us and total destruction. <laughs> and then, um, that, um, that like tea steampunk, kid. the tea kettle kid yeah. runs up and he's like matrix. And we get a POV <laughs> shot of yeah. him leaping at him. Like Enzo used well, like to leap Andrew at Bob. Would. Yeah. <laughs> Except and he just bounces Enzo's... off of his chest. <laughs> he's got this massive center of gravity. <laughs> <laughs> he just falls over. Boing. Yeah. Well, and like matrix even kind of like puffs his chest out too. Yeah. Like, to, yeah. Brace yeah. For mm. it. to brace himself for it. Yeah, like what the fuck is this kid like thinking? Yeah, I mean, if yeah. somebody went to go tackle me, I'd, I'd spread my legs and get ready to Toro too. I just move or just move out of the way. And I'm sorry, phrasing. What? Whoops. What was that? What? Huh? <laughs> what did spread you say? my legs and ready to Toro. <laughs> you heard me. I just had to hear it again. I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't even. Oh man! What does that even mean? There's a sentence. That I don't know, but uttered. I'm gonna use it from now on. <laughs> my legs and ready to Toro. Uh, I think I was thinking oh of God. like a matador. That sounds like a Saturday night for me. <laughs> <laughs> it's my everyday workout routine. Oh, I spread my. my legs and get ready to Toro all the time. There you go. Oh, I just realized something. Um, red capes are optional. No, they're uh, not. <laughs> so you went to the bathroom. I'm going to go to the bathroom. I'll be right back. You two do the thing. This is when I am thankful for having a steel bladder. Um, actually, I'm going to go to now. <laughs> I just realized something. All by myself. Uh, <laughs> the little sprite bounces off of him, and he's like, "Make that seven And he's his head, and um. Matrix says, Magnificent. I don't know, maybe I'm reading into it too much, but isn't the Magnificent Seven, like, a Western? Yep. Did he say uh, Magnificent because there's, he said Seven? Is that Probably, like yeah. Maybe? Good catch. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, I love the Magnificent Seven. I think it's one of the best films ever made. I've only seen it once, I should rewatch it. It's great. I have it on Blu-ray. Um, nice. It's a remake of the Seven Samurai. Well, is isn't um didn't westerns save like Hollywood by basically emulating like Japanese like samurai movies about like honor and showdown and the one versus the many and duels like is West, westerns? Yeah. Oh, yeah. sorry, I meant westerns versus like samurai movies. Yeah, yeah. I think you were probably the one that told me that. I think that's cool. So you got westerns emulating samurai movies that saved Hollywood, and then you got black exploitation that saved Hollywood, and then it started actually making money in it. It didn't need to do hokey stuff like that. And then last year happened, and now movies oh. are streamed. Cheers. <laughs> and then last year happened, <laughs> the year of which who the the year who shall not be named. Two thousand and nine. Cheers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what a start to a great decade. 
Oh, I'm always confused. Would 20 be the 10th decade of... No. Um, or the beginning, <clears throat> the first year of the 20s? Uh, 2020 was the, the first year of this decade. And then the last year is 2029. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So, like you said, what a great start to the decade. Yeah. So. The 2010s were its own thing, but holy shit. <laughs> Speaking of starts to things, uh, today, uh, I had a fucking bird fly into me. <laughs> oh, yeah. I tweeted about it earlier. So I, walking... I think it was Lady Glitch was like, yeah, so shout out to her, by the way. Yeah, <laughs> shout out. Yeah, you were like, is this an omen? <laughs> I was hit by a fucking bird. And yeah, yeah, like... so I, I, I was walking, I was walking down this, like, uh, up the street, uh, just on the sidewalk, like walking to go do some bullshit. And, uh, this like fucking like little, like brown bird, like a, but there, there was a whole bunch of them that like, kind of like flew around like me. a sparrow or a Robin. Uh, yeah. Like a sparrow maybe. <laughs> and then one of them just like fucking like crashed, like right into my leg. Yeah. <laughs> what did I miss? And I'm like, and immediately I was like, and like the bird, like after it crashed into me, like it like fell onto the pavement and then flew away. But then my immediate thought was, I was like, okay, so I know if a bird shits on you, that's some kind of omen. And like a bird, like flying into your house, that's some kind of omen. Like, is, it, is there an omen tied to like a bird, like literally like fucking crashing right into you? <laughs> I was there. What do you think? I have no idea. What do you think, Sniddler? I think a bird crashing into you is a sign that the bird is drunk. It's a drunk, omen drunk that fly. birds like you. <laughs> I, yeah. You are irresistible to maybe, birds, good Maybe sir. it was trying to tackle you, <clears throat> like the sprite was trying to tackle Matrix. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I Maybe. guess so. It was like siege, and it just bounced <laughs> off your leg. <laughs> siege. Maybe, maybe that bird was a fan of the podcast. Maybe, and maybe it was a fan. There you maybe, go. maybe that Sign bird was. Wings. Maybe that bird was a big enough fan to subscribe to our new Patreon page. Oh yes, maybe. Which, before we get back into talking about the episode, uh, here's a little bit of audio about our Patreon page. Do you like 90s animation? I do. Do you have $2 burning a hole in your pocket? <laughs> I do. Wait, no, I'm broke right now. Do you want to listen to three grown men talk about 90s cartoons like it was yes. yesterday? I know I do. I mean, I'm already doing that, so why would I want to listen to someone else do it? Dude, you're supposed to say yes. <laughs> <laughs> Give us money. <laughs> All you need to do is subscribe to the Lasercomb Patreon. For $2 a month, you get access to our Discord channel, which is where we record all of these fine shows. And you also get our eternal gratitude. Isn't that the greatest gift of all? Besides money. <laughs> Besides money? Which is, is what we want. Which is a gift to us. <laughs> a very good, good gift to us. I'm sure Christopher can salvage something out of this. <laughs> uh. <clears throat> I shall do the rest. 
of the battle guard. <laughs> like this. I really like that. <laughs> All right. All right. So what's going on in this episode of uh Zuri Boots? Well, well, we're in a swamp. Look, really? <clears throat> we're in a swamp. We're in a swamp. And oh, now that the game has landed, um, I'm seeing the system. This system is really small. Like the outside has crumbled oh. away. Uh, you the know game what? I've is never like noticed one that. quarter the size of the entire system. I never noticed wow. just until now. That so actually literally kind of chunks answers... have been falling off. Yeah. Well, that that tracks since Enzo was like, yeah, if they okay. lose one more game, they be fucked. It's because yeah, well, it literally can't land anywhere else except the principal office. Yeah. Which will fuck the system. Which is kind of what we were saying earlier about Christopher. There we go. We yeah. answered our, our own question. There we go, ladies and gentlemen. We figured it out. Time for some not product placement. Yep. Definitely not. Kron the Destroyer. Yes. The game is too. called Kron the Destroyer. No yes. reference at all to new <laughs> to Prom, a certain movie, the Destroyer. Well, what is it? Mm. Uh, Conan the Destroyer. Yeah. Yes, but, but the, the the villain of that of... film's name was Crom. Yeah, that is true. Yeah. No, the, the god is named Crom. Well, someone in that film is named Crom. So there is a Crom, and god... we're going to get to it. So. There... <laughs> I I I'm I'm a fan of Conan. Crom is um the god. Just leave of, a trail like... of breadcrumbs, and we'll get there. <laughs> we will. Yeah. Crom uh, is the. I can't the, believe the... I laughed at that. <laughs> I can believe it. Crom uh, is the um the god of like chaos and war and destruction. So he doesn't have followers in the Conan universe because to worship him brings upon destruction upon you. Mm. But. You use his name as a curse word, or right before a battle, if you want him to witness you, or to like, if if you're gonna like, he he likes impulsiveness against all odds, regardless right, of right. your like stature. So if you're like, I'm gonna go and fight these twenty men on horseback, Crom, go fuck yourself. Crom will be like, oh, what's this kid up to? Okay, good luck. Right, so Krom is like the the shitty god of war awesome. in the Conan verse. Yeah, too good. Yeah, what is it at the very end of the the movie? Um, Arnold is like Krom. I have never prayed to you a day in my life, you son of a bitch. But know this: today, two men stand against many. Stick that in your pipe and smoke it. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. So yeah, there is a there is a play on that there. Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh, I just noticed. Um, while the camera's spinning around them, um, hard boot and uh is wrestling something from Frisket's mouth, like Frisket's trying to pull his sledgehammer away, his maul away, and he's like fighting him for it. <laughs> oh, oh, oh my god. Cute. Hard boot. So they've never rebooted and no one's taught them how to reboot. Hmm. Hence In the, the entire system, system, not even the command.com could tell them how to reboot. He's supposed to know shit like that. 
right? I mean, hey, it's a distra- it doesn't mean it was a good system. Maybe he's not even the original command. Yeah, maybe he's just in charge, like, by default. Possibly. Like, he wasn't the original, so he's just like, hey, someone's gotta do it. He's it's the wise one. Wise, wise yeah. one, but no one, you know, but he, he didn't mention anything before that. Yeah. yeah. So, once he, they realized... He was chosen because he's the number one, and, th- like, there was no one else <laughs> left, and they're like, well, you're a number one, so... You're literally a one. Number so... one, I understand. Wise, eh. <laughs> so, we nominate you. Yeah. You're in charge now. Also, you're the oldest. You're the number one choice for the commando. Yeah, so, um, the, the binomes are scared. I mean, hardboot isn't. Mm. Uh, but... Andrea's like, why don't we try the team speech? <coughs> why not? It's worked before. Yeah. All right, listen up. For better or worse, you're a team now, which means y'all get nicknames. And I like their nicknames. They're great nicknames. Yeah. Um, Barry, your overdrive. Overdrive. And he just gets his look. He's like, yes. Gabby, your tweak. <laughs> <laughs> she like, tweak? writes it that. I. Did you? I was going to ask you, gentlemen, what what significance that is. Tweak? Because anytime I hear the word tweak, I just think of like a druggy, like tweaking, a tweaker. I, 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 I think, think about that. South Park. That in South Park, yeah. Yeah, the kid always drinking coffee. He was like twitching. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm like, she's like a calm, like writer. Yeah. Why this the like smart writer lady? Why is she? tweak yeah maybe because she's always tweaking her notes yeah hard and he's like hard boot and hard boots like yes sir your code name is well hard, hard boot. boot and he looks at andrea like shrugs <laughs> <laughs> i told oh, you my name says it all yeah so i paused it right here right mm. when he's saying see i told you my name said it all and he's got like runes or tattoos up the side of his like right disc right disc oh like the the part where his arm goes up and and oh connecting part i noticed tattoos but i didn't i didn't know if they actually said anything i after so i I can't help but notice tweak is holding Uh, dots organizer it's other people have ipads too I know, but it looks a lot like Dot's organizer. No, hers is brown. Dot's was black. Or gray. Right? Yeah, sure. Hers is brown? Yeah, why not? Huh. Uh, I just noticed the tattoos. Huh, cool. If there's any significance, or if they're just like cool symbols. Wingdings, ladies and gentlemen. If anybody can (laughs) read wingdings, can you translate that, please? (laughs) Anybody knows how to read. (laughs) Can you imagine? Funky font from the 90s. Fucking wingdings. Wingdings. And Jeff, you're now tactic. And uh, the sprite's like, hey, what about me? And he's like, quiet, kid, you bother me. <laughs> Man, you're really hey, getting my back. Hey, bother me. That's not bad. Yeah, Christopher just said, you're really starting oh, yeah. to get my back up. And uh, I have the DVD copy, and for some reason, when the kid repeats it back, he goes, backup? Hey, cool. Backup is spelled on the DVD B-A-K-K-U-P. Interesting. 
I, just to be different, I, I guess. And then for the rest of the episode, whenever they say backup, the subtitles are B-A-K-K-U-P. I did. I I should have googled it, but <laughs> I haven't. Backup, backup, backup. Uh, Probably just a cheeky way of spelling backup. It is a thing. Oh, it's a. Uh, hang on a second. There's a few different things. There's like a hip hop oh. artist called Backup. There's a character from wait what? From the Tick. called backup huh i don't know what it's all about but we're not going to get into that right now at least i won't i won't delve any further well he's backup he's backup two k's dang it yeah if mortal Kombat has told me anything it's that you when you can spell things with a c you should spell it with a k absolutely kid cat you know there's a um uh there's a metal band from quebec named Cataclysm. They've been around since the nineties. There you go. They Sweet. they, they okay. spell it with a K. And I'm so familiar with the word cataclysm and like I associate it with the that band so much because I've been listening to them since like the early two thousands. Mm. Uh, that anytime I see the word cataclysm spelled properly, which is with a C, <laughs> it looks wrong to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like no, legit. Hundred percent looks wrong to me. <laughs> Listeners, check out Cataclysm. Yes. Shadows and Dust. I shall. Yeah. I never, so I they're complaining that. about uh they're complaining about the everything being boring. And they're like, well, hold on, hold on. Things will heat up. We gotta reboot first. And they've already made this joke on the show. But the kid backup is like, Beetroot? What's beetroot? Yeah. Yeah, when I saw that earlier, I I was I <clears throat> I was like, really? Like, we just did that joke like two episodes ago. Uh, yeah, it's also reboot does not sound like the word reboot is a real word. Yeah, I don't also, know how they hear beetroot. Beetroot is also a real word, though. But what, what I mean is, it's not like a made-up word that resembles the word beetroot. No. Oh yeah, yeah. Right. It, it is a real word, just like beetroot is, but it doesn't I mean, sound anything. Well, I guess it does. If you rearrange the R and the B. You get B root. That's and, true. <laughs> I didn't think that through, ladies and gentlemen. Add an extra E and add a T, then you get B root. B root. I didn't think that through. Beirut. Beirut. You get Beirut. Yeah. Spelled wrong. That's a place. Beirut. It's a country. It's a Beirut. And so Small anybody again, they're telling the the viewer. Anybody just God. watching it. They're like, yeah. if it lets you download useful tools, skills, and weapons and info um, about the game into your own code, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. So she reboots first, Andrea. And she turns into like a aquatic themed, like Xena warrior princess. Oh, yeah. Kind of, right? Um, very like bikini armor ish. Not really tactical. But this is like a Conan-esque game where the weapons are more important than any armor. Yeah, it's true. And indeed, um, uh, Matrix transforms into, as Christopher pointed out in the um, in the preamble, uh, transforms into Braveheart. William Wallace. He's, he's got a Claymore. Yeah. yeah, he's got the blue war paint. 
on. He's got the kilt. Yeah. Shirtless. And, um... Frisket Trent reboots into the exact same dog with different colors. He does not yeah, change he, at all. He reboots he, into a fucking Rottweiler is what he yeah. reboots into. His, which his I thought was rad. Yeah, his structure <laughs> doesn't change though. He's No, like he He's I'm just the colors sure. of um a Doberman. Yeah. He's, he's black and brown. Yeah. But he's his model's exactly the same. Yeah. Yeah, he's just Doberman colors. I mean, he looks cool. Dog colors. Yeah, yeah. but he, he just changed into a different color dog, which I find <laughs> funny. And then uh, the all the others reboot. Reboot. And uh, backup is... Oh, I just noticed backup some icon is sideways. It's and it's a weird. little bit different than the other everyone else's. Yeah. It doesn't have a circle around it. It just has solid colors with the triangle. Yeah. It's interesting. Huh. Yeah, so a hard boot is some sort of knight. Barry is, I don't know, a rogue. Uh, backup is like another like Scottish warrior. Hang on. Tactic is a wizard. Yeah. And um, Tweak is like Gabrielle from Xena. Yes. Like very literally. Yeah. Which is funny because her real name is Gabby. Yeah. I thought, <laughs> yeah. I thought that was clever. So yeah, I like it. Um it looks like looks like Barry rebooted into some Native American type style character. Like a berserker or just a warrior or something? Oh like some kind of warrior, yeah. Yeah, he's got a little hatchet. He's got a little yeah. Yeah, I like it. Um, so anybody else think it odd that not a single person <clears throat> noticed backup getting fucking stolen by the giant crow? Um he doesn't scream, nobody hears it, it just like swoops down from the sky and grabs backup and fucks off. Well the thing is uh Jeff turns around and he notices the feather following uh, falling, but he doesn't notice that anybody's gone. So yeah. I was like, Oh man, harsh. Like, and he like <laughs> excitedly like hobbles over and picks up the feather and puts it in his wizard bag. Yeah. I like his bedazzled yeah. star glasses. Bootsy Collins glasses, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> See, I was gonna say Elton magic. John glasses. Oh, I was Elton gonna say John Elton John too, yeah. glasses, yeah. Uh his magic glasses. Um so Hardboot <laughs> is even fucking more jacked after he rebooted. Did you gentlemen notice that? You're goddamn yeah, right. Yeah. Goddamn right. I'm not gonna. <laughs> is, I'm not gonna is lie. Is it me or is his voice like more gruff? A little bit. Maybe yeah. I'm just imagining that. I'm not gonna lie. Gabby's kind of doing it for. I mean, tweak whatever. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. Definitely a little more. You know. There, there is precedent on yes. the uh, on this podcast for the Sniddler being into <laughs> the, the binome ladies. <laughs> Yeah, true. <laughs> Especially hey, the I one binomes. A, I have a refined palate, okay? Yeah, right. the one binomes. I clearly. <laughs> Basically, it's long eyelashes, lots of makeup, dangly earrings, even the yeah. ears. Yeah. I mean, why, 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 why not? You know? Yeah. <laughs> so they go now. through the swamp. They find a boat. It's got a skeleton on it. Uh, a non. Skeleton. Yeah, non-human. Yeah. 
an ex-human. An ex-human. Yeah, an ex-human. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry. Get it right. And so, uh, so Barry's like, I'll get through this in no time. No problem. And he takes his like little hatchet and he's like doing I nothing got these. to it. I got yeah. these chains figured out. Yeah. <laughs> but really, he's just ringing a dinner bell because the massive. Oh, I never thought thing. about that. Yeah. And the serpent just, creature. Yeah. Big, big dragon looking thing comes out of the water. This is really cool. Man, I, I love Andrea's armor in this. Like the Aquaman oh, yeah. kind of armor. Um, she sees it and she dives right into the swamp. Yeah. She's just like, she's, I'll be right she's back, aquatic, guys. right? She's. Yeah. That's her thing. I'll be right back. Yeah. And yeah. Um, everyone else is seemingly clueless to, especially Barry, to the creature <laughs> looming behind them. Hmm. And uh, holy shit, is it scary? Wow. Yeah. It's huge. Jesus Christ. That is some scary ass freaking NPC. Yeah. And then uh, we briefly cut back to the um, the binomes waiting for our, our heroes. And um, Wise One is like, oh, what's taking so long? And there's a binome literally wearing a colander for a hat. Yeah, yeah. And he's like, Wise One, what will happen to us if they fail? Perhaps he is a... Eternal deletion. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Go Perhaps on. he is a uh, disciple of the Church of the Flying Spaghetti Monster. <laughs> and that is their legal religious headwear, which means yep. if you claim you are a member of the Church of the Flying Spaghetti Monster, you can take BCID and your driver's license with a colander on your head. Nice. And they cannot stop you. Oh, hail so anyone, anyone listening in the province that's like yeah. a, a state for Canada, in the province yes. we live in, yes. BC, we can British legally Columbia. we can legally take our ID with pasta strainers it's on true. our heads. It's true. Yep. Yeah. It's amazing. <laughs> I haven't done it yet, only because I haven't wanted to, but I will. Yeah, um, police officer's pulling you over and he's asking you for ID. You're getting the fucking ticket. Yeah, no, look at, look you at need you. to have it in your car at all times, just in case they're like, put that on. I want to see if you're the same person. Yeah. No, he's like, just going to look at ticket. it. He's just going to look at it and be like, you are one silly motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm giving you a goddamn ticket. For what, I sir? I don't know. <laughs> Worth I don't know. For being uh, you. Do it anyway. Be funny. Crazy this is we only live once. Weirdo. This is discrimination, goddammit. And he's like, yeah, it fucking is. Deal with it. <laughs> Puts on his chains. <laughs> Deal with it. <laughs> Motorcycle cops away. We've got all kinds of cops here in Vic. We've got motorcycle cops, bike cops, undercover cop with co cops everywhere. Of all kinds. Robocops. You named three. We've got one Robocops. Yeah. I haven't seen any horseback cops. Neither I'm sure. I. I'm sure there are many ghost cops around. There's probably. Mm. I just haven't seen them. There's mall cops. There are mall cops. John Paul, Cena cops. Paul Blart's all over the place. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was, a, I was uh... a Paul Blart for years. <laughs> nice, nice. It's a... Uh... It's a thankless job. Did you drive his uh, a little Segway? I wish. Yeah. Job would have been much cooler if I had a Segway. <laughs> so all of the binomes are kind of screaming 
Matrix kind of has his like Conan sword and he does like a pose getting ready for it. And Andrea pops up on the serpent's back with um and extends her claws, but not just a little bit, like a lot. Yeah. Like way longer than even like megabytes. And she like sticks it in the brain of this giant like serpent monster. Yeah. Seemingly able to control it. Like, wow, right? I'm like, oh, I didn't know she could do that. Yeah. Her poison has many, many uses. And uh, she's like, hop on, gang. This will take us right to the castle. Ha ha! I, I I like to think this 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 episode is kind of a callback to season one with the wizards and the. Um, it kind of uh, feels like, like that Dungeons and Dragons type game because like they're all learning how to work as a team and different characters that are learning how to utilize other people's abilities and. Yeah, so it's, it's called. It's um, cool. What was it called, Christopher? Um, um, something something in a word a dun- from our a dungeon wizards game. warriors. And oh, a word yeah. from our sponsor is the name of the episode. Yeah, yeah that's play right. on W. Yeah, I get that because it's very WWWF. Yes, <laughs> the Worldwide Wrestling Foundation. <laughs> the Worldwide wow. Wrestling Water Sport Federation. <laughs> yeah. So even uh, so, for some reason. <laughs> So, Matrix just now notices that backup is missing. And he's like, I better go find him. Go ahead. We'll catch up. And she's like, go easy on him. It's his first time in a game. And, uh, yeah, don't lose your temper. And uh, they snake away through the swamp. Snake. Oh, I just realized... um, Matrix's icon is on the hilt of his sword. I was trying to figure out where the heck it was. It's on the hilt of his sword. Oh, I never even noticed that. I, Crazy. Yeah, I've watched this three times. It's on the hilt of his his sword. The little what's what's that? The pommel. The uh, on on the the end or the top. Um, underneath <laughs> the bottom of the handle. That might be the pommel. So. For some reason, not only is backup fine, backup is in a castle hanging from like a, a grate. He's kind of not fine, but he's alive. What I mean is he's not injured. Yeah. So yeah. I'm very curious what happened after the crow, the giant crow grabbed him. Yeah, so he's I mean, in. So he's hanging from this grate, like screaming for help. No one's coming. And he's like, I said, help. <laughs> And then Matrix shows up and like there just grabs now. the grabs the grate yeah. and lifts him up. Yeah. And uh this like little backup back little backup, right? Pixelacious. <laughs> Pixelacious. Yeah, real <laughs> alphanumeric. Yeah. Hey, yeah, alphanumeric. Yeah, alphanumeric. Cool. So he's like, oh, cool. Like you hear here's a new word. Yeah. I agree. And, it is cool. <laughs> and uh, we we cut back to the the swamp, and Andrea and Gabby, they're on like yeah. what, like a little raft type thing. All all of them are on. Um, oh. All of them are on uh, the steps to the tower that they need oh, to get. Oh, okay. In. Yeah. My bad. Yeah. I'm kind of like just skimming through it. This. Point. Oh yeah, yeah. Mm. Uh, but basically, she's like, hey. 
like maybe you should stop writing and try to win the game. Yeah, because you won't have anything to write about if you lose. Yeah, because after this game's over, we're we're piecing out. We're so leaving. it's gonna yeah. it's gonna be up to you to actually win these games going forward. So, so uh, yeah, please take maybe. it seriously. And yeah. I'm with her on that. I was maybe like, stop you know fucking what? around. You know, uh, quit absolutely. fucking around. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm yeah. I'm with her on that. She says it in a nicer way than we're summarizing it, but she's basically like, "Please stop Stern. messing around. Your lives are on but, the yeah. line." Yeah. Because after we're gone, you're the system's only hope. And and then after she says that, we cut away to a lightning bolt this destroying is what I a, yeah. a, a, a city in the in the system. Yeah, the lightning yeah. bolt hits um like a a dilapidated building and it glows blue and like falls apart. Yeah. Hmm. It's rather frightening. And the binomes then look up and they say, The system, it's crashing. It's crashing. Yeah. And number Quick, one is into like, the tower. Inside, go. Everyone inside, you'll be Everyone safe there. Inside, and I'm like, will you? There. Will you? Yeah, that was my thought too. It's like, well, <laughs> like, like if the whole time, system just maybe. like crashes, like I, I you're not going to have just... anywhere to hide. Yeah, <laughs> and if they lose, or if the game is lost, yeah, I think he's just telling them that. I mean, it's like being very a leader. Close to the... Yeah. yeah, he's being a leader. He's he's trying to reduce panic by saying, you'll be safe in there. Rather than yeah, saying, agreed. well, you know, you might as well just jump now. So, Oh, that Nerf gun? The giant with like the, the foam, like little bullets on the front? Yeah, yeah. On the side, it says nerd. Nerd? That... <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> okay, so it's quite clearly a reference to, to Nerf to gun. Nerf. Yeah, yeah. I just caught that. <laughs> So some weird hokey pokey <laughs> stuff funny. happens. Uh, I really like this scene. Oh, I just noticed there's a giant hand, a brick hand on the outside of the tower. That's part of the tower. At 1842, the camera zooms oh, out and is. we see the tower, it's the tower and it's thing. actually like a hand. Yeah. A brick hand on the side of the tower. Now it's a brick. It's mighty mighty. It's holding all kinds of things up. Oh, it's a brick. <laughs> hand. Hand. Yeah. <laughs> uh. oh. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. oh, you're right now. I see the the coloring on the side of Barry's face, and he's got mm-hmm. like feathered decals. Yeah, yeah. Is so he's like, got like a like a, like a primal, a like yeah, kind of like First Nation Skin warrior vest, yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. And uh, primal, tick tick. <laughs> and uh, primal. I don't know why I said that. And uh, maybe he's I've got carrying these... prime spark. <laughs> maybe he's got the matrix of leadership temporarily housed inside of his his body this spark has the matrix with it it's too powerful it'll tear you apart i reckon <laughs> so um tic tac uh jeff um takes a feather out and he's like oh maybe there's something in here we could use and hard boot is like real useful tic tac <laughs> and he's like, if only I could fly. And this is very reminiscent of like old D and D. Wait, because you Tic Tac? 
Sorry, tactic. Tactic. Oh my god. I was wondering why you were calling him Tic Tac, and I was like, hang on. Well, he's kind of as useful as a Tic Tac up until now. But I mean, it's kind of amazing. Like I, I'm all for it. If he hadn't turned around and picked up the feather, wouldn't be here. So uh, Jeff is kind of the MVP right now. Yeah. Yeah. And whenever I shall henceforth be known as Tic Tac. Tic Tac, the wizard. Tic Tac, the MVP. And so the the feather disappears and sparkles go around. Um, no, if Jeff. only I could fly. If only I could fly. And he grows wings. <laughs> and seemingly operating on their own, they fly over. I used to think this was bad design. I'm like, that's a shitty lever. Right? Because he falls and grabs onto something on the wall. It's I'm now the, realizing it's the thumbnail, the thumbnail of the hand yeah. wrapped around the tower. I used to just think it was a hidden lever. Yeah. I was like, how did he find it? Yeah. Yeah. It's the thumbnail of the hand wrapped around the tower. Cool. Okay. I used to just think it was a weird, like, obstruction jutting out. Yeah. Yeah. And the wings disappear, and he pulls the fingernail, and it lowers the drawbridge, almost crushing Hardboot. But it doesn't come down all the way, so. Yeah. They got Hardboot has to pull it down. Yeah. Yeah. Hardboot pulls it down, and like a couple of the other binomes, like lift him up so he can do that. And Andrea's like, "Sweet guys, you're really taking this teamwork thing seriously." And they're like, "All right, let's." She's like, "Let's go." And they're like, "Oh, shouldn't we wait for the other two? And she's like, "Nope, nah. it's up to you guys to, to win the game. <laughs> you gotta learn how to go on, even if people are missing. The most important thing is is winning the game, right?" And she's uh... like, they'll be fine. Oh, yeah. And indeed, we cut to them fighting uh, gargoyles. When the the Titanic sinks, you just need to... Your heart needs to learn how to go on. Oh, my God. Yep. It's... Hey, it's topical. Like, Titanic came out like a couple of months after this episode first (laughs) aired. (laughs) (sighs) And... So sorry, where were we? Oh, um, backup and matrix we were near. are fighting. <laughs> we were far. Yeah, we were wherever you oh, are. No, <laughs> <laughs> my spark will go on. Uh, so they're literally fighting gargoyles. Yeah, which reminds I mean, me of a TV show I used to watch in the '90s called Gargoyles. Yes, that podcast coming soon from Lasercomb Productions. <laughs> And um, backup's like, "How am I doing?" And he's just like Morrowind fighting, this. Yeah. Like, uh, just yeah. swinging like wildly, and like the 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 gargoyle he's fighting is like, yeah, Christopher knows the gargoyle he's fighting is like, Ugh. okay. So in Morrowind, it's just like doing this, which I yeah. I, I know kind of looks like a jerking off motion as I see myself it's, doing it's it. It's left to right. It's up top down, and there's thrusts. It depends on how your character's <laughs> moving. But then there's also the half-life maneuver with the crowbar, which is... Yeah. yeah sometimes <laughs> it's vertical, sometimes it's sideways. It just seems to move it. around wildly. Sometimes, yeah. it, but man, like, the strength he has with the speed and rapidity... The Gordon Freeman can swing that fucking crowbar. 
admirable. Mm, admirable. Well, you try doing he that is for... motherfucking Gordon Freeman. So, and he does have like that power suit thing. Yeah, he's a scientist. Damn it, he is. Damn it, a silent protagonist. Uh, and we get a sweet Conan the Barbarian <laughs> fight with the gargoyle and Matrix here. Like he even like blocks and like poses like with his sword. Really yeah. cool. I, I I really dig the choreography there. Right. Didn't he do that earlier? Like pose. Um. With his he sword? was like he was like holding his sword out towards like the serpent, but he didn't mm. like do do much more moves than than that. And uh, he does some really corny, like the background is flashing, and they go, ah, and it shows the gargoyle and him like fly towards <laughs> each other. And then like a, like a samurai kind of like duel, they just like are back to back, and then suddenly the gargoyle is headless. And indeed, backup somehow killed his gargoyle. Yep. Yep. Good for that. They worked together. Did the thing. Backup even says alphanumeric. It's spreading, damn it. <laughs> and uh, we're met with like some demon, fat ass demon guy with hands, <sighs> with fire for his hands. With hands. Coming out of his hands, yeah. <sighs> and Hard Boots, like, let's go get it. And I guess he triggers a trap. Yeah. But the trap doesn't do anything, it just closes the statue's mouth. And something happens here that I think is particularly noteworthy. Uh, how do they get it open? Oh, Gabby, like, just puts her stick in the mouth and wiggles it open? So the door opens up, and the user bursts through and says, <laughs> By Kron, I, I want, want the, the tooth. tooth. This is the first, like, am I wrong? But this is the first time that we've heard the user speak. I'm pretty I think sure so. that's, that's correct, yeah. Most of the time, they've made slight sounds here or there, like grunts yeah. of pain or whatever. Yeah. But we've never heard them talk, which is cool. And he also looks like a Conan villain. And then Dipshit Enzo <laughs> yeah. is like, you can't handle, you can't the, handle tooth. the tooth. Which... Oh. <laughs> and like, usually, like, for things and like then... that, I'm like, I'll laugh and be like, oh, yeah, okay. yeah. when I was watching this, I was like, oh, God. Yeah. That actually I like, like, the tooth. I like, can't handle the tooth. I like That's that he looks cringe. back. I like that he looks back at Matrix to be like, "Huh, am I doing it right?" You know. And, and Matrix I, is like, "I say it." He's like, and gives him a single nod. Yeah. Slight, you, kid. A slight thumbs up. You know. Yeah. Um. So Andrea <laughs> stops Matrix from going and fighting the user, and she's like, "Hey, they have to figure this out. Like, you have to let them fight the user." Yeah. And so they do. Um, and, uh, so Jeff takes over like the leadership position here. It's all oh, fine. Yeah. Like Jeff worst does. comes to worst, we can just convert to uh, sprite mode, and then if they lose, well, see you later, fuckers. <laughs> well, if they lose, they were gonna lose anyway. I I guess is the lesson, right? Yeah. Maybe they'd step in if things were really bad. Yeah, would they though? Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah I feel like yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, Jeff takes over and he's like, overdrive, use the skulls to slow him down. And so <laughs> he just like starts he... throwing like humans, like ex-human like, skulls. But they, these are like 
laid out so perfectly, like basketballs on a rack, you know, in PE <laughs> class. And I was just like, oh, they're just there, like, be used. Well done. So, Overdrive great. is a great shot. Oh, yeah. Like, he hit the a user with every single one of them. <laughs> and Gabby and uh, Hardboot are still, like, trying to pry the gold tooth free. I I thought they already got it open. Or well, they're doing, they're, they break off the tongue. That's it. They break the oh, tongue yeah. off of the demon. And then Gabby picks it up. Spins around. She's a binome, so her parts can spin independently. <laughs> yeah. That's what she threw at him. I was wondering. It just looked like a sheet of metal, and she whips the giant stone tongue. Because I was trying to make sense. The user. That's what that is. Because I was trying to make sense of of, of Matrix's line right here, where he that's goes, what it is. "That's what I call a tongue lashing." Now that's what I call a tongue lashing. <laughs> like, and I'm like, excuse me? Okay. Uh, it's wow. because they broke right. off the stone tongue from the statue and Gabby yeah. threw it at him. Weird line though, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's it's funny. I did. Yeah. It's music. And they a did tongue it. Lashing. They worked together. Yeah. An old school oh, thing me. getting like, bitched out, basically. Yeah. <laughs> and and Jeff is like, back up, will you do the honor? Will I? And he walks over to go get the the golden tooth. A tooth. Wait, doesn't Frisket have a golden tooth? I can't remember. He? Didn't he had no, a golden no. tooth, right? Yeah, I, I swear one of his te- teeth are silver or gold. Oh. One of his his canines. Canines. I'll I'll go look one it up cane. later. One of his canines. <laughs> one of his dog. All teeth. of his canines. <laughs> Canine teeth. You are what you eat. Yeah. So Andrea, <laughs> Frisket, and uh, Matrix—they all get ready to stay in the game, and they're like, "You guys got to go on without us." And it's an awkward goodbye. But uh, before they leave, um, Matrix tosses back up his yo-yo and says, yeah. "Every night in my dreams, <laughs> I see you. I feel you." And backup's like, that's kind of weird. (laughs) Oh, he's like, hey, kid. (laughs) And backup's like, alphanumeric, thanks. And I liked that. I I really liked that. And he gives him a wink. The 90s, the last decade where winking at children was okay. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know that it was even okay in the 90s. No, no, it was. But winking was completely different in the past. It, like an yeah. old man would kind of like make a joke and like nudge you and like wink, wink at you, right? It wasn't some. It, it's rare. But what does now, winking yeah. even mean nowadays? Because I never see anyone thing. do it. No, nobody does it now, and it's associated with people being perverted for some reason. I, I used to uh, think it was just cheeky mm-hmm. and playful. Well, I, I, I guess depends on who you're with. I mean, I, I've, I've winked at people in my time, but. It's yeah. never been like in any like strange context. I Man. I never thought it was either, but the last decade I've been alive, apparently you, you don't wink at people or it's creepy. <clears throat> yeah. Anyway. Social cues change, I guess, over time. Yep. Can't even yes. slap women's butts in the office anymore. Jeez. It's just it's just <laughs> it's just mayhem now, man. I don't know if I can go on. Man talk now. Run along. Man talk. Man talk. (laughs) You knew exactly what I was going for there. Yeah, I was waiting for it. (laughs) Uh, 
Jesus it's just Christ. an ongoing joke that uh, we have uh, on the podcast. Christopher was watching an old Bond movie. Yeah, Goldfinger. Goldfinger. And he literally, he's like, run along, man, talk. And he slaps a girl uh, in the butt and she walks away. Yeah. yeah. And I, I was stunned by the, well, <laughs> I don't even need to tell you why I was stunned. I was stunned. Yeah. Less the than times ten fucking minutes into that movie, little little jarring, yeah. Different. I don't... It's hard to think that there was ever a decade where that was okay, but apparently it was the early sixties. So, <laughs> run along, man. Talk <laughs> is man talk where you like smoke cigars and you talk business. Well, in the context of the film, like he. Yeah, that's pretty much what he does. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just trying to think of masculine things that Bond could have possibly done. Drink cognac, smoke a cigar, talk business, I don't know. Your lady mind wouldn't understand. <laughs> Your lady mind. Wow. Uh, I just thought of like a superhero, like a superhero named Lady Mind. Nice. Right, like, like someone, like Professor Xavier, <laughs> like Lady Mind, smashing the patriarchy from within. <laughs> oh, where the heck were we, Lady? Destroying mind, right? the patriarchy within the context of the mind itself. Wow, that's deep. Yes, I would watch that movie. Three deep, five me. <laughs> so, backup pulls the golden tooth out, folks. And they hear a game over. And uh, Andrea, they're walking away. <sighs> I don't know why they don't just chill with them in the last few seconds. They Maybe it's easier that way. They walk that's, away. That's not what badasses do. They walk away from... Cool explosions. guys don't look at explosions. Yeah. They, they take just walk away. walk away in slow motion. <laughs> so uh, Andrea kind of like cheekily says, hey, does that kid remind you of anyone? Matrix is like, not particularly. Yeah. Didn't think so. And uh, we get to see an interesting thing. Um, she grabs his arm. She says, uh, have I told you lately how wonderful you are? And he's like, not lately. And, uh, the game kind of like goes all like purple energy ish and it shoots back up into the sky. Yeah. And all the binomes are, are left there on the principal office. And oh yeah, there's the, the Enzo binome. Oh, and there's the makeup. There's the, the makeup binome. Movie industry binome. Yeah. 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 And backup's there and he's got a cool like Magno yo yo. Yeah, and the wise one has like a, a roll up, uh, like rolled up, like scroll type thing oh, yeah. that has like system repair plans and he lays them out and he's like, good luck and thank you. We will rebuild. Yeah, I like it. Yeah. Cheering and dramatical, plan. cheering and dramatic instrumental music. Happy oh, and the, music. the sky turns blue and white. Yeah. So. They won a game. It starts to repair itself. It starts to repair itself. Yeah. 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 Cool. I like it. I like it. Yeah. The system repair sheet kind of looked like a 
like a computer chip or something as the camera zoomed out. It looked like a, yeah, kind of like a motherboard. Yeah, a little bit different than uh, than mainframe. Yeah. yeah, more rectangular than circular. So here on alphanumeric, I want to say it. We <laughs> have a rating system. It's a four-tiered rating system that Snidler knows well. Yes, yes, let's ask him. Snidler, what is the four-tier rating system? We have system? a four-tier rating system. The worst of the worst is that was bad. You're not allowed. You have a bad. piece of paper you just looked at. I saw. No, I have nothing. Okay, okay. Turn nothing. that piece of paper See, over. See? Okay, I believe here. you. Okay, don't stall. <laughs> <laughs> the, second, the second is not the worst, but it wasn't great. Is I don't think so. The third is that was easy enough. I was like, you know, it wasn't 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 fantastic, but it didn't make me want to vomit. And then the top, I mean, the top of the top, good is alphanumeric, which is like you know, cream of the crop rising to the top, like the cream rises to the, the top. cream, the cream, yeah. I'm not gonna but get the it cream rises to the to top. the top. <laughs> have you all? Have you guys seen that Macho Man? Yeah, <laughs> he starts throwing creamers. In. Yeah, I, I love how he Just rolls with out it of too. Like he he put he puts it on his head and tries to balance it, and it falls off. And he's like. <laughs> He's like, on balance, off balance, it doesn't matter. <laughs> he just like, keeps going with it. <laughs> and he's like pulling like all these creamers out. And it's like, where the f- from like everywhere from everywhere. It's like, where yeah. the fuck are all these creamers coming from? I am wrestling the cream. bits can be amazing. Uh, yes, yes, they can. Top Direct- top notch actors. Directed by Ezekiel Norton. Ezekiel Norton. That's a very great name. It is. All right, anyway, our ratings. All right, Christopher Siege. What is your rating for icons? Easy enough. That was easy enough? I I enjoyed it quite a bit. Uh, Actually, more than I was expecting to, honestly. I thought the episode was fun. I liked the reintroduction of Enzo and Andrea as adults. The uh, kind of duality between Enzo's view of viruses versus Bob's was pretty interesting. I like the relationship between Enzo and Andrea. They have mm-hmm. like kind of a nice dynamic. Yeah. Yeah. It's important um, to nail that. And I, th- I think think they did yeah um i like the fact that we got to actually see a new system for the first time ever Mm. in this show and i thought the wise one was pretty fun uh but and you said the binomes and yes yes the 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 binomes are our party in the game like i think are some of the best uh secondary characters we've seen in the show thus far yeah um but it's still not. I don't know. There's something. Mi- there's something missing from it for me to make it a like top tier, like alphanumeric rating. There's just it's a little something missing. A little something needed missing. more Conan references. Needed more crom. Needs more crom. 
needs so, needed more crom. Seven out of ten needs more crom. <laughs> mm. Mm. Uh, Snidler. Um, I'm gonna give this one. Um, that Here was easy enough as well. Oh shit! <laughs> yeah, yeah, because I really did like this episode. It was, it was, it was, it was almost, uh, almost word for word what Christopher said. It was fun. It was. Uh, I like the uh, the teamwork. I like how um, uh, Enzo and Andrea were uh, portrayed as adults. They're basically the same, but adults. And uh, I think, yeah, I just like the relationship that they have, and I like how they kind of like made that. Well, in my opinion, kind of uh, call back to uh, wizards and warriors and words from our sponsor, a words from our sponsor. Um, See, where I... you know. They took uh, like a bunch of. Sorry, hmm? uh, I would argue they are not the same at all, but no. adults, especially well, Enzo. Uh, I, I meant, yeah. I meant, I meant. Oh, sorry, what? Especially Enzo, like they are definitely not the same characters. <laughs> I, I agree. Uh, I, I meant their, I meant their dynamic as, as a team. Because you have oh, like Andrea, who's always kind of been like there to to support him and to help him and to, uh, um, well, she's. She's just this uh, tremendous part of. Well, she's um, been lost in my own thoughts here. Um, Sorry, I didn't mean to like. Oh no, it's okay. Uh, derail you there. That's all good. Um, and, and, and yeah, sorry. Uh, basically, their whole thing, like as as Enzo and Andrea, as Andrenzo, if you will. Andrenzo. Um, yeah. Hashtag. Hashtag Andrenzo. Um, yeah. Um, their their relationship has strengthened to a point where they both know each other quite well, but still very much, you know, he's he's definitely more kick ass, but he's still very much, um, there's still like that boyish mentality about him that uh, is kind of kept in check by, um, le- lovingly kept in check by Andrea, and I, I just think that's a really cool. Uh, a way to portray them as adults um to an extent yeah like he he's definitely <laughs> like still got a juvenile quality to him yeah yeah um but yeah like 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 i said i just really like how uh um introduced like a whole new system we're out of mainframe like at this point reboot was making a huge risk telling different mm. stories like this because yeah because you go through like two and a half seasons almost two and a quarter seasons whatever um of reboot and they're all they all take place in mainframe they all have the same characters and some of them are gone and some of them are still here and now we're seeing something totally different and it's the same story just different places and um it's kind of like yeah i just think it works i really am impressed with how well uh, the uh, show holds up and if you don't know the rest of the story, you'll still get into it. That's yeah. that's that's my thought. Um, well, it's kind t- of it's kind of timeless that way for me, anyways. Um, so yeah, um, I, I won't ramble too much, but basically, yeah, this one gets it. That that was easy enough because it was still I guess all the conflict um, in it was very light. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Or it, um. That was basically Indis- or um, so big that it's it's like the scale of a system being deleted isn't a direct foe. Yeah. Even the user isn't even a threat. He shows up and they throw junk at him. 
Yeah. Right. So yeah. the lack of a major conflict, like there's a virus and it, he's a bitch. Yeah. Matrix like kills him <laughs> easily. Yeah. Right. Um, so maybe it's because there's no great conflict. Yeah. The but conflict I, is. I think the sole purpose right, of this right. was showing other systems and other citizens how to not fear games necessarily. Because a lot of them see a GameCube drop and they're like, oh crap, it's the user, we're all going to die. They kind of brought a group of strangers into a game with them and saying, look, look, this is what you do. Think for yourself. You work with each other. And the user could be well advanced or he could be a beginner. Either way, you got to know how to take him out. And this is how this one was fairly simple. So I yeah, think, it, yeah, that, I, that's what happened. Yeah. I, I think at its most fundamental level, it's establishing um, Enzo and Andrea's life now. Yeah. yeah. This is what they do. They, they hop between systems. They solve a... They solve a problem, move on, go to the next system. It's actually a very Western thing. Kind of, yeah. We, 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 we talked about Westerns a little <laughs> bit earlier in this episode. But... Uh, yeah. Renegades yeah. that go from town to town. Yeah. 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 They don't they don't ride off into the sunset, they ride off into the purple mist. All right. So I'm no guardian. There's no guardian here. I'm a renegade. Renegade. Yeah. Which actually made me laugh. Yeah. I, that was a little cheese, but I yeah. I like it. They they need the the cheese to establish it. So that was that was like over the top level nineties right there. That was yeah. the that was the point where like the nineties ness of it like maybe went a little maximum, too far. Maximum nineties. <laughs> yeah. Somebody yeah. turned nineties level to eleven. Yeah. All right. So, out. so me. <laughs> um. Let's see what here. What do you think, Neil Cal? Well. <sighs> So right away, you guys already like mentioned, um, it's establishing the new characters. And mm-hmm. I think the show is the the showrunners are incredibly ballsy. It's like, mm-hmm. oh, everyone likes the main character Bob. Well, one of the main characters, Bob. Let's get rid of him. I was gonna mention that earlier. Let's yeah. make the bad the guys win. The show takes big swings. Let's make the yeah. bad guys win. And let's age up. Change the main well, I argue that Enzo's you one of the main characters, so and is now another main character. But like, let's change the focus. Mm. Right? It's not in mainframe dot Fong, etc. It's adult Matrix and Andrea. So like, yeah, like you said, it takes some big ass chances. Bob yeah. gone was one. The bad guys winning is another. Um, and the the shift to adult Andrea and um matrix and the whole like oh no the the show has violence he's got a fucking gun fuck you he shoots viruses in the face and they die no, no. <laughs> right and it's so over the top right like he's got like the the facial hair the huge mus- muscly arms you know frisk gets exactly the same but big mandibles I want to give it an alphanumeric just because of what it is. It's the first episode in this arc, and showrunners want to tell a different story. It mm-hmm. could just be four seasons all in mainframe, 
just like seasons uh simpsons and other cartoons and stuff never age up they don't progress the fucking plot it's just the same thing over and over it's incredibly ballsy to move away from kid enzo guardian bob you know responsible dot and to do these kind of like sweeping changes so part of me wants to be like oh it's alpha numeric because it's so fucking different and it's so bold and it's establishing these characters and it has to win the audience which is really difficult Mm -hmm. but if i have to just view it as an episode in of itself right i think i'm on board with you guys and just on its own not taking into the merit of what it's trying to do i see what you're saying for sure yeah yeah it's that was easy enough yeah. It's actually like going back and watching this now, like it's kind of bewildering. But it was way better than sorry, go ahead. It, it's kind of bewildering, like just how much of a shift this show has taken. Like shows nowadays wouldn't do this. Like they wouldn't no. they wouldn't like essentially like we know Bob's not dead, but like at the time, like we basically figured he was gone. They wouldn't basically like kill off their main character after two seasons and then shift the focus to what is essentially the supporting cast and time jump and then time jump to have like, (laughs) and then just focus on like two of the supporting cast members as they're now adults, like X Mm -hmm. number of years later, like, yeah, the show nowadays wouldn't, wouldn't do something like that. No, especially not, not, uh, an initial kids show. Yeah. It's like never like Paw Patrol is about cute cats and dogs. Yeah. And like nothing else. And it stays that forever. And yeah, like I at the time it that. was kind of, it was kind of strange, but like nowadays it's like it's even wacky. More it's wacky yeah. to, to see. Yeah. Yeah. And it's a shame that we don't have that kind of like era where shows can be brave like that. Like now it's just churned out kids shows that's of no meaning and they're completely episodic. And I understand that it's about money, not telling a story. Well, and like the level, like the, the level of which and frequency that this show kind of redefined itself is very comic booky, to be honest. Yeah. Like comic books were doing this kind of thing all the time, like dating all the way back to like the sixties and seventies. But also, but you weren't seeing it on TV really. No, no, no. I, I think also like the show's at its most exciting because Eve, speaking of episodic, even though there's a, there are arcs, right? Yeah. Like we have no idea what next episode will be. No. Like what the system's going to be like, what the source of conflict will be. Right. So I think that's really that's cool because they've naturally made it episodic by nature of the games. Well, and right now it's kind of at that like incredible Hulk slash quantum leap <laughs> type formula yeah, where it's yeah. like, or yeah, yeah. You see what I mean, right? Yeah, so yeah, like definitely. in quantum leap. So like Scott Bakula has like, has like solved the problem of the episode. So he leaps away and it's like, Oh, where's he going to be next week? Who knows? Tune in next week on ABC and find out. What was the uh, hologram? Ziggy or Iggy or I don't even Iggy. remember. Was it yeah. Iggy? I think, yeah. It was Iggy, yeah. Or like the Incredible Hulk TV show, like the same thing. Like Bruce Banner like shows up somewhere, Hulk's out, 
fixes a problem, like, and then walks away. And you just hear him like, like walking down a road, like looking back with do, 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 <laughs> do, 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 do. And then it's like, well, where's Bruce Banner going to end? Or sorry, David Banner. Where's David Banner going to end up next week? Who knows? Kung Fu was like that. Yeah. 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 I never, I didn't watch all of Kung Fu. I have. And like that, at least for this story arc anyway, like that's kind of the format that this show is taking. I Mm. I like it. Yeah. Yeah. So feel like we've summed up all of our feelings on this episode. It's a good episode. I I liked it a lot. Despite not giving it an alphanumeric. Yeah, same despite, here. Yeah, despite uh, I, um, Aiden saying that um, <clears throat> that was easy enough, is just that it doesn't want to make you puke. <laughs> I would say I was, going, I was going to clarify, but I didn't want to. <laughs> uh, that was easy enough is good. It's just missing, it was, mixing the missing yeah. some special magic. Yeah. Yeah. It's a little high, bit of a, a, a high, that was herbs and spices on top, you know. <laughs> Do you guys follow Salt Bay? No, no. The the guy that's like famous yeah, for like I, oh I, I've seen his yeah. crumbling the salt down his, his arm. Like, he he is amazing. Salt. He's like a. Well, I've seen man. that, but I didn't yeah. actually know what it was from. Yeah, because he, I am an old man. You see, we've only just joined. <laughs> I'm an old man. <laughs> I am an old man, and the oldest of all of us. Cheers. Oh, jeez. <laughs> oh, that's right, too. Oh, I so, am. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Listeners, I am the oldest of the three of us. Christopher is so, old. Not by much, but. Not by that, much. No. That is icons, ladies and gentlemen. Yes. We are running out of daylight, so we got to say goodbye. Uh, but first. Uh, we have a word from our sponsor, Christopher. Oh, no, sorry. There's no sponsor, right? <laughs> the sponsor is us. We are going to say, so. we already did that. Yeah. Right, we're endorsed by no uh, one. Christopher is technically the sponsor of the episode. <laughs> I mean, yes. if you want. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I kind of am. Uh, where can people find us? Uh, you can creep us on Facebook. Uh, look for Lasercomb Productions. Mm-hmm. You can, I think, yes, Alphanumeric was amalgamated into Lasercomb. Uh, we have a website, alphanumericpodcast.com. Sorry. Sorry. www.alphanumericpodcast.ca. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you can creep Christopher Siege at, on Twitter at Lasercomb, one word. L-A-Z-O-R-C-O-M-B. You can creep Sniddler at A-P-S-N-I-double-D-L-E-R. And you can creep me at Twitter at Neo underscore Cal. You can be my ninth follower. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I think Christopher Siege has also got an Instagram. I do at Christopher Siege S I E G E, and uh, we still have the email. Yep, alphanumericpod, pod p o d at outlook dot com. Don't get a lot of emails. 
relating to this show. Send us so. a rant. Send us a rant about how hard boot is. How you're hard for hard boot. Yeah. <laughs> if you're listening to the audio only version of this show, uh, look us up on YouTube because we're doing video now too. Uh, Laser Comb Productions or Alphanumeric Podcast. You'll yeah, find you'll us there. This. Oh, Christopher, speaking of YouTube, real quick, before we say goodbye, uh, for the first time ever, YouTube isn't trying to pr- um, autocorrect me when I type in laser comb productions. <laughs> it's always like, did you mean like laser space comb? And then it shows a bunch of other stuff. Now when I type it in, it's actually the first thing that pops up. Nice. It's a small win for, for me. <laughs> Lasercomb. L-A-Z-O-R-C-O-N-B. Yeah. Look that up. I'm also on Instagram, too. AP Snedler. Follow this man, damn it. For great justice. <laughs> My screen, he's Where am here. I on your screen? Am I beside you and I'm beside you? Well, my screen, my screen is the one that's going to be on YouTube. So my screen is the one that matters. Okay, so who's where on your screen? (laughs) So this way is the Sniddler, and this way is the Neil Cal. The Neil Cal. The Neil Cal. My screen. It's the same on my screen. You're look up and wait. Christopher Siege, (laughs) Neil Cal, Sniddler. Yes, Sniddler. You are right there. This is me Hello, talking to you. Christopher. You're doing Hello, that backwards. Good, sir. Hi. I'm doing it forwards, <laughs> man. So we need to Neo establish Cal. what Christopher's... Oh, <laughs> How you doing down there? I'm doing just fine. Oh, hi. Hi, Cal. <laughs> oh, hey. Hey, <laughs> hey, bud. Hey, you're waving How at you me. How you doing down there? How you do- <laughs> How's the air down there? Okay, so we should, <laughs> we should find out what... Siege's uh, <laughs> setup is before we try to do do this bit because <laughs> we're all we all have different screens. On. Apparently, I had no idea. Like Christopher. That was great. Oh, sorry, that's that's Stidler. Uh, is it? Fuck. Oh, there's okay. no one here. All right, people, we're going. We're there's going. No insane. Hey guys, how's it it's going? <laughs> yeah, great show, right? <laughs> I've been. I have been one uh, of your hosts. Neo Cal. I've been another host, AP Sniddler. <laughs> and I have been the third least best host, Christopher Siege. And until next time. Freedom! I'm a renegade. My name says it all. My name is Jeff. My name is Jeff. I want to help. It's nice. It's nice. Yakshimet. Great success. Uh, I want to. De- I want to defeat the user just like you. It's very you good. Like yeah. I, I, like I like you. You, you like me. You like me. <laughs> okay.
is how I know you go on Far across the distance and spaces between us you have come to show you go on Oh.